The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. to another episode of Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I have got a great guest and a, polit a, a prolific writer that uh, we're going to be talking to this hour. And first of all, I have to apologize because I stopped watching movies when I was maybe in the 90s. And, and so when I look at your last name, which is Getz, and I go... Leo gets because that was in Lethal Weapon Three, which is uh, probably older than you are now. Uh, but that was, and so a lot of people don't get that reference. But but anyway, we're talking with Brock gets. She is an author of forty-one books, forty children's books, as well as one adult book. And uh, it's it's great to have you here. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Well, it, it is fun to have you, and we're going to talk about all of your books and, and your motivation behind it and what you're doing, but what you've been up to lately. What have I been up to lately? Let's see. I don't know. Today was supposed to be this huge storm. They even let schools out early, and it's the most beautiful day. Oh, my goodness. It's it's sunny, there's a breeze, it's, it's wonderful. So you never know in life when things look dark and stormy in the next minute, could be totally the sun shines again, beautiful. Well, do you, you see the background that I have here? Oh, yes. Now, what that is, is a guy, um, a friend of mine took this picture. It was a hailstorm that was, that was forming over the city of Seattle. And uh, so, and I use it as a metaphor because wow. the hailstorm, it, it's, it's kind of like our life. Wow. We, we can have a, this huge bunch of clouds and dark clouds and stuff. But if you look off over that shoulder, if you look off in the distance, there's blue sky. Wow. That's great. Amazing. Amazing. So what that what that signifies is even if there's a storm going on in your life today, there's blue sky coming. Yes. Amazing. Love it. Look how we were both experiencing the same thing. That's incredible. I'm glad you got that. Some folks go, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Amazing. I it's love a, it. You're, you're nuts. But, you know, whatever you want to think is just fine by me. So. Uh, so let's let's talk about you and the, the number of books you've written. Matter of fact, I should probably bring them up and uh, and we can maybe even screen share them. Maybe if I get if I get really lucky with technology. Um, but but tell us about how did you start writing children's books? Oh, well, let's see. I was in Israel and my 
my little children were playing around me. I took a notebook. I started scribbling the idea that I had while they were playing. And then I put it, I didn't type it up, no computer. I put it handwritten like loose leaf paper into an envelope and I mailed it to America. And six weeks later, I got an answer that they were accepting the book. So that's how I started writing children's books. I realized, I guess you just do it, you know? Yep. Do you realize, I'm sure you do, how rare that is that that you can have, that that you send it off to a publisher, not 30, and uh, and it, it, it showed up there? Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. And I, you know, that was obviously just like sent to me on purpose to encourage me to keep going. Yes, you're right. See, and there, there we have a list of her books, <coughs> which is, which is, which is really cool. And that's you and your adorable children. Yeah. Well, those are my grandchildren, actually. Oh, yeah. those are you. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's. Two, two of my grandchildren. Yep. My, yep. <laughs> my goodness gracious. And, you know, I, I love what some of the titles and that like, it only takes a minute. Let's appreciate everyone. Oh my goodness. That book is teaching children about disabilities because children with disabilities, let's appreciate everyone. Children with disabilities are usually the loneliest children around. Isn't that the truth? Yep. And what every, most children, when they see a child with a visible disability, they stare. And that's totally understandable because they're curious. So the book, the book is encouraging them to another, another five letter word. It starts with S also like stare. So it's easy to remember. When you stare, also add your smile. Smile also. And then your smile gets into the heart of the child and it also opens your heart. So so the book is encouraging you. It, it gives lots of basic information about how to interact more effectively with children so you could be more inclusive because children just don't even know how to interact. They just need a little more education about how to do it and they'll feel more comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. And and your bio says that you're not the typical Harvard Harvard graduate. You graduated from Harvard. I, I haven't even driven down that street. Um, <laughs> she's the author of 40 picture books that help children grow spiritually, inspiring each uniquely beautiful soul to shine. Where did you come up with that whole concept? Oh, my goodness. I wish I knew. Really, everything comes down. Everything is from the infinite oneness. The infinite oneness, it's a cosmic energy that comes. I don't know how I came up with it, but but the minute it came to me, I just felt this is it. What all my books have in common is they help souls to shine. That's it. That's what even the books about prevention of abuse, the books about eating healthy, living healthy. Every single book, even the books that are not specifically spiritual, they all help children's souls to shine. Because 
if a child goes through abuse or neglect in their childhood, they it's very hard for their souls to shine. So we we need to try to prevent it as much as possible. And if it's already happened, the book explains what to do for that child, how to help the child, how important it is to report it, to let people know that you trust about what happened to you. It's it's essential for 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 being able to let your soul shine again because because the truth is even if someone has been abused or neglected there's a part of your soul they could not reach there's a resilience you we all have resilience at any stage of our life to shine again so we may need support and we all need nourishment every day we need nourishment for our souls to let them shine and one of the other books that you've written, I assume, and you tell me, it's, uh, I assume this revolves around grief, which is I lost someone special. Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was asked to write that book by, a, by an organization that helps people deal with the loss of someone that's close to them. And, and one of the main thing that book explains is that you can continue the relationship with the person that you lost. You can do good deeds in memory of that person and you can continue to bind with them. And it will also elevate their soul. Even though they're gone from this world, it will elevate their soul. It will still help their soul to shine if you continue to do good deeds in their memory. Yeah, that is phenomenal. Now, also, the other thing is little kids on a lot of times when somebody passes a grandmother or a grandfather or even a father or brother or, or, or mother, they they are visited by them um, at, at times. Do you ever do you have talked about that at all in, in your work? It, the book doesn't deal with that, but that's that is for sure true because um, <laughs> when you unplug a refrigerator, you know, that energy is going someplace. It's, it's, it's not the end of the energy that was in that fridge. It's not the end of our energy when we die, when our bodies go into the ground and we, our bodies, you know, may disintegrate, but our soul doesn't. Our soul lives on just like that energy and, and that's the that's really the first law of thermodynamics. Energy is never lost or destroyed. It keeps getting recycled. We're all we're all part of the same energy. So yeah, when we lose someone we love, they still exist. Their essence still exists, even though they're they're not there in bodily form right there with us at the moment any longer. We can still connect to their spirit. Now that would be an interesting book because uh, I, I've I've talked to uh, people like John Edward and John Edward. Do you know who that is? About um, near death experiences and um, living meeting. Is that what it's about? Yeah. Well, John John Edward is a psychic medium. Okay. Okay. And what he says is, and I I think it's really true, is is like uh, he'll somebody will say. Um, well, are, do we continue? And he's like, uh, do you remember your first car? Like, uh, Brock, do you remember your first car? What was it? A, a station wagon. 
<laughs> Your little person in the station wagon. That's, that's 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 really cool. Um, but when that car died and you no longer were in that car, you just walked away from it, but you were still you. That's that's how I equate it with with when we die. Uh, we're leaving our our body behind, but that's the just the car that we were using. Yes. Us. Yes. This is this is our clothing. The body is the clothing for our soul. Exactly. Or if you want to call it your car, you know, but that's it. You know, our car, because it's what we travel around in. But yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, we our yeah, es- our essence is our spirit. I didn't use clothing because if you use clothing, people are thinking, well, then you're, you know, after you die, you're wandering around naked. Um, so somebody might, anyway. Um, but I, I also love, you know, like you've got one uh, book here called The Courage Club. What's one that one about? Oh, my goodness. Well, that is actually a Bible story come to life. It's about Daniel and the lion's den, you know. So he had a courage club. He was a really brave young man. <laughs> and it's about how we can all be courageous like him. We, we can follow in his spiritual footsteps and stand up for what we believe in as well. Yeah. For those of you who don't know the story of Daniel, he was thrown into the lion's den and they were expecting him to get eaten by the, by the lions. But because of his strong faith, uh, the lions left him alone. Have I I got that right? That's right. They actually saw like an angelic spirit around him. They weren't going to touch him. You know, they, they, they saw the spirit of love and, and, and um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's an amazing story. Yeah, exactly. Tell us about, I want to be famous. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so this is a lot of children, they just want to be famous. They think that's the greatest thing to be. And I could relate to that. As a child, I had the same kind of feelings. So um, this boy, he actually becomes famous as anybody could nowadays. He's walking in the street, he does something, and someone takes a YouTube video of him. It, beco- it goes viral. He becomes famous overnight. He's loving it up. He's having a blast. And then someone puts up another video better than his, and he's no longer, that's it. Nobody wants to interview him anymore. He's, he suddenly loses his fame. And he is miserable. And then he realizes, wait a minute, there's a spotlight inside of me. I don't have to have that spotlight from outside. It could be Seymour's day every day. And he gets to celebrate when he recognizes that. That's what it's all about. Getting your spotlight inside to shine out into the world, not getting the spotlight on you. That is the secret to joy in life. Getting your own soul to shine. Yep. That is, where did you learn all of these? Because these are, these are great topics, especially for kids, but they're great topics for all of us. 
and a lot of us make it to adulthood and never realize any of these things. How, where did you come up with all of this? Was it just magical design? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to write the books that I wished I had as a child. That's been my goal. You know, I spent years searching, searching what's the purpose to life. A, a, a lot of unnecessary pain that I went through. We don't have to play catch up our whole lives. If, if children are given the tools for how to have a joyful life from the very beginning, that's it. We Then they don't have to waste a lot of time, unnecessary time. They can, they can accomplish much more in life. They can help other souls to shine much more. They could suffer less and spread the joy more. So that's what I've been doing. And sometimes, you know, I just call it, it gifts, gifts from, you know, that's it. The, the source of all the energy. It, it kind of rains down in my head. It usually comes early in the morning. I keep a pad by my bed. And as soon as I get these ideas, I scribble, scribble in the dark. I can't sometimes read what I wrote by the morning when I wake up in the light. I don't, you know, but, but, but it's there. Like somebody called me, somebody called me. They wanted me to write a book about how can my children stop eating all this junk food? How can I get them to exercise, go to sleep, get enough sleep? I said, I would love to help you and write a book like that, but I don't know how to do it exactly. So a few days later, I wake up. I have the title. I have the whole book, how to write it. It's all there and I'm scribbling away. I got it. Like it, it comes down like rain. And and it's like I have to catch all the raindrops, you know, like the like the pad of paper gets sopping wet, you know. It's like that's what it is. So yeah. Well, it's it's what we would call a a download from above. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And and which which is really cool, you know. And I love what you're doing for children because um, I think personally, in my experience, you tell me about yours. The two questions that at one point in time, everybody asks, everybody asks this is the first question is, is this all there is? Meaning you're working, you're, you're raising kids, you're going shopping, you're doing all of these things. But is this, is this it? Is this all I get? Is this all there is? And the other one is, why am I really here? Exactly. What am I here to do? Those were, those were my exact questions. I, at 12 years old, I started asking, that's, this is the book, the, the, my memoir, Searching for God in the Garbage. It, 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 yeah, it, it's my diary, my di my the most, the highlights from my diary, and then it became my journal, and then it became letters that I wrote, and then I filled in the missing pieces, and that's what the book is. So basically, when I turned 12, I don't know, my consciousness raised, I don't know, I just started asking that question, what's the purpose to life? Why do we wake up every day to, to go to work, to buy food, to go to work, to buy food? Like, what's this all for? What's the purpose of all of it, you know? And, and, and I finally, I searched 
all over religions, you know, social action, environmentalism, everything, experimenting, relationships, education. That's why I went to Harvard, searching for the ultimate wisdom, you know? So I, I, I yeah, I, I, I eventually found the missing piece for my puzzle in my own heritage, but that's like, it was, it had been tossed away. I, I, I wasn't given that as a child, you know? And, and when I found what was missing, like from then on, I was never running on empty again. I, I, I what, what, what this great rabbi taught me that summer in Israel. Well, I went to Israel for the six week break between my first and second year of medical school after I graduated from Harvard. And and I didn't come back for 10 years. So <laughs> yeah, I, I just went on a whole new path in life of nourishing my hungry soul, which was really hungry. I, I, had, I had food addictions by that point. Like I looked like successful on the outside, but inside I was suffering with like um, either binge eating or, um, or, or extreme dieting, one or the other. And it was a horrible life because I was, it was my, my soul, my soul was starving and I, I didn't know that. But when I finally got the nourishment that I was craving, it was a different kind of life. And that summer, the, the rabbi in Israel, he, he taught that the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. And that was nothing like I'd ever heard before. So that's not the typical what you hear in church, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the 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 greatest pleasure possible are the spiritual pleasures. That the, the, they're the lasting pleasures in life. And he he taught us about the pleasure ladder. It has five rungs. The the physical pleasures are the lowest level. Though that's like all the natural physical pleasures, like the 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 food that was designed so so geniusly with with the ultimate loving kindness, like the orange, you know, it has appeal to keep all the juiciness in, and it becomes it they become bright and beautiful when they're ready for us to pick them when they're the most attractive. Before that, they're green, so they camouflage in and we don't pick them. When they're ready, they're bright and beautiful, and and they're, they're delicious to eat and look at and smell. And, and inside are the seeds of eternity. You know, they go on and on. The, inside are the genius little seeds that contain all the information how to become a tree and how to become fruit forever, you know, so... The, that these are the these are the physical pleasures they were designed to bring us joy in life and 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 all and all we're here for is to is to express gratitude back that's really our job here on earth to express gratitude to experience the joy and th that's just the lowest level of pleasure so, oh, the five levels of pleasure, they correspond to the five levels of the human soul. So as we nourish our bodies with um, the, the natural foods or being in nature or moving and dancing, we're also 
we're also nourishing our souls and uplifting our souls with what it needs on the that's the lowest level if you want to hear what the other levels are do you want to hear of course other? okay okay so 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 level two going up even a more lasting pleasure than all the physical pleasures is is love and love love is not about waiting for someone to come into your life it's completely empowering we can bring love into our lives at any moment even a person in prison let's say he thinks about a grandmother that once did something so kind for him he's filled with a warm emotional feeling of love that can uplift him it uplifts his soul so love is is um a, a higher form of connection because why why do we have addictions why do we overeat or why are we involved in any addiction because because of a, a sense of estrangement alienation loneliness boredom anxiety depression and and these pleasures bring connection they bring connection back into our life so first to a physical thing natural thing then to another being and then the third level up is meaning when we feel gratitude it overflows to us to give back to the world like you're doing with this podcast positive talk giving back to the world so that fills us with an even more lasting pleasure and going up that is also creativity when you do this is also creative creativity we don't feel like sleeping or eating when we're in that zone of creativity it brings us so much pleasure and even more connection with the world because we're putting a unique part of ourselves out there and the highest level is transcendence it's when we transcend our limitations we we start to make a crack in an addiction and a bad habit we 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 uplift the veils of separation between us we feel how we're all connected to each other we we recognize that we all share energy and how like the vegetation gives us life and we give life to the vegetation it's it's that feeling under a starry starry sky that we know we're a part of the infinite universe that is really beautiful by the way that 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 is really good he was he must have been quite a man yeah he was a genius he he took the you know the bible the torah the wisdom and made it so clearly relevant to all of our lives that's the genius that he had because the wisdom is all there but to to bring out these treasures so that you could live with them and you live your life more fully and with with joy that's the genius that he had and 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 the important thing he said is that to climb each rung on the pleasure ladder there's just one price to pay and that's gratitude gratitude is what gets us to every rung on the pleasure ladder well you know when you think about it we are and i think about this a lot because i for one am really grateful for my life i'm grateful for people like you to come on to the show 
I'm I'm grateful for everything. Everything that I've got is is I is a gift from God, and it it really is. How did you How did you come to that? I came to that in my early forties, when I was looking for again those two questions: Is this all there is? And what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Exactly. And and how how am I supposed to, you know, maybe it was just, no, it's not just me. I think this is universal. We all at one point recognize that we don't want to be selfish. We don't want to be jealous. We don't want to be angry. We want to be loving, caring, kind to people. Um, and and we want to know why we're not and and how we can get there. Um, at least, at least for me, it was like, and I was always, you know, happy go lucky. I like to help people and that kind of stuff. But, but it still was like, there has to be more. Yes, there really are instructions for living. And we're not told that we, 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 we go around very blindly, not knowing what to do, searching for wisdom. And there really are clear instructions for living, like the pleasure ladder, it's a stairway to heaven on earth, you know? That's what it is. If we can keep that vision in front of us, it helps us to understand what we're here for, what the purpose of this all is, you know? The, the cosmic oneness, the infinite oneness could do anything, but it was necessary for that oneness to contract, to seemingly contract in order to create the relationship. That's why we are here, to have a relationship, to be that other. And, and, and we're here, our, our whole job in this relationship is to express gratitude. We're here to be the recipients of joy in this incredible garden. We've gone far off from that, we, but we can come back to the garden. We can come back and experience joy. It's always available to us and, and the tools our gratitude throughout the day mindful gratitude is is it brings us back to our essence and it brings us back to what you said it brings us back to recognizing that this world was created to be a wonderful place and we were created to be wonderful beings in this world enjoying this world you know there is a reason why when you are when you do something really nice for someone when you are loving and kind to other people, that you are vibrating at a higher level, and it makes and so there. Consequently, I get the pleasure ladder now. I understand because when you're vibrating at a higher level, you are actually feeling better. Yes, and you're feeling better about yourself. You're feeling better about those around you, and and life becomes a grand adventure. Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. When we, when we help other souls to shine, it's kind of selfish. It helps our own souls to shine. I mean, it just does, you know, that's, that's how it works. Exactly. And, and it can be a, a really wonderful experience if, if rather than being selfish, being jealous, being angry, being fearful of life, being, those are lower vibrations and those make you feel badly. And by the way, 
when you're vibrating at a high level, you don't do bad things. That's so true. That's exactly right. But why does a person get an addiction? Why does a person do, you know, other things that are harmful, whether it's to other people or to themselves? They're not filled up enough. You know, their That's soul right. hasn't been nourished enough. And again, if, it, if someone has gone through this, the trauma in childhood, they usually can't get out of it by themselves. They usually need therapeutic intervention. They need support in order to help those protective layers come off because, because they've learned not to enjoy, but to protect themselves. That's the main thing that they learn. Then they can't, they're not open to enjoying. They need help to get there. So they need to be doing two things at once always nourishing their hungry souls because they're very hungry, but they also usually need support in addition to help remove those layers so the light can, so their light can shine out and light can get in. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely spot on with that because what happens is we tend to, and I call them stories, we tend to believe the stories that were told to us through either somebody telling us this, that you're stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, or just by the, the experience that we have as you, you don't make the football team or you don't, you don't, you, 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 you try out to be a cheerleader and you get told, no, you asked a beautiful girl out for a date. And she said, what me, you, ha. Huh. And, and, and they, so we get, we get filled with negative experiences yes. and we don't look at them the way that they're designed to be looked at, which is, um, first of all, we all fail. Um, yes. but we have the ability to rise up above that. And when you do that, if you, if you're capable of doing that, then you, the, the pleasure is enormous when you succeed. Exactly. That's the highest level of pleasure. It's so huge when you make a tiny, tiny little crack in, in, in overcoming these challenges. It's so huge whenever we do that. Exactly. Oh, you described that beautiful. We, we, also the rabbi would say, what's the opposite of pain? And people think it's pleasure. He said, but really it's comfort. Comfort is used to get that pain to stop, alleviate the pain immediately. But that comfort, those are the addictions. It doesn't bring us real pleasure in life. You know, when we, 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 let's say we just keep eating, we stuff our faces so we numb ourselves from the pain of rejection, whatever. It doesn't bring us pleasure afterwards at all. It, it brings us that temporary comfort. Afterwards, we feel miserable. And instead, oh my gosh, when you say to ourselves, is it my body that's hungry or my soul? We have to ask that question with, with loving compassion when we recognize it's not my body that's hungry when I've had a good meal and then I just keep going, you know? It's, it's my hunger. It's my it's my soul that's hungry. So what can I do to feed my hungry soul right this minute? Open the window. Feel the breeze. Feel the sunshine. Turn on the music. Get up and stretch. Get up and dance. 
Just do something, but you don't even have to do it. Just thinking it already. If you think that the whole bag of potato chips isn't telling you to eat to finish it anymore, you know? <laughs> but you know what they say, you can't just eat one. You can't. Uh, but... <laughs> you can't. I got to tell you, the, the, the junk food is designed to be delicious and addictive. It's designed that way. As opposed to the natural stuff, it's designed to be delicious and nutritious. It's a totally different kind of thing. Yeah. You know, what's what's interesting about what you're saying, and by the way, we're talking with Bracca Getz. She's a um, author of 40, 40 children's books and one adult book. She And they're all spiritual in, uh, in nature to try and help children negotiate the, that, that part of life that can be really hard because they don't have the understanding uh, and if they are not given that by a caring, loving parent, and oftentimes they're not, then then it becomes difficult. So this is a, a way to improve their stuff because I wanted to ask you, one of, the, one of the issues I think that we have going on in a big way right now is, number one, we believe that we are separate from each other. We believe that others are not good enough or, and in a lot of cases, our soul is not acknowledged by people that they have, that they even have a soul that they, it's all based upon physical pleasure, physical, which is like you said, the lowest level of pleasure and it's fleeting. It's not permanent. And, and it's based upon uh, a, a flawed view of life. Do you agree? Yeah. It, yes. And, and also the natural, the natural physical pleasures really are designed to nourish our souls. They're, they're really good for us, but uh, they are the lowest level of all the five levels. But it, my, there's a book I wrote, The Invisible Book. It's exactly what you're talking about. There are so many things in this world that we believe in that are invisible. And we, there is, you know, just gravity. We let go of the book and it just goes down. There's this invisible force of gravity. And we see the effects of it, but we never actually see gravity. There's time. It's invisible. There's our thoughts and our feelings. They're all invisible. There's electromagnetism. How does a magnet pick up a paperclip? There's there's so many things that we believe in that are invisible. Radio waves and television waves. Beautiful. Exactly. All these frequencies and wavelengths going on. Yes, exactly. So 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 it's really not that hard to believe that we too, we're we're also invisible. We look like we're not, you know. But the real essence of us is invisible. That is the spiritual essence that we all are. And so I, I bring it out by all these other things that children can understand and they know they exist. We too, the main part of us is invisible. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm explaining to children in this really scientific way that, that that's, that's who we are. You know, and, and take it even one step further. Uh, when you're look, talking about radio waves, where you cannot see radio waves until you have a device to be able to pick them up. Now, uh, we have 
in your case, as an example, you get downloads. So you have a device in your head <laughs> that helps you uh, interpret what is being the messages that are being sent to you. And uh, in the radio waves, turning on your favorite music station and then through those radio waves that you cannot see beautiful music that inspires you can come out of that and and that is we we don't look at it in the, those ways and i think we should be that's beautiful really beautiful we are all we're all vessels we're all channels you know for all this energy to come through us exactly we all have that ability when we're not in joyful states, it's not as easy to channel that energy, you know? So that's why it's really, really important to fill our lives with as much gratitude as, as, as humanly possible. And you do it in small ways. You, you start with an orange, you know? An orange is so amazingly physical and a spiritual experience when you eat it mindfully it just be it turns into an incredible spiritual experience you know yeah i i think that uh what you're talking about is is really i think it's a cornerstone of life and you discovered that at a very very early age most of us uh, don't get it until we get to a point like for me it was like all right so i'm 40 years old i've i've reached a level of financial security and a level of professional security. I've got a couple of kids. I have a pretty wife and I have all of this stuff, but you know what? It wasn't enough. I was right. missing. I was missing what was the core foundation of why I was here. I wasn't here to be a sales manager and, and, and boss 12 people around and, and stuff. I was here to do more. And I, I really felt that. And I, and I know you felt the same thing. But don't exactly. we all feel that? Shouldn't we all feel that? Yeah, I think that's, that's, why, that's why we're hungry. The hunger is a good thing. It's a symptom, you know, or whatever we're doing, the misery, the addiction, what, whatever the problem is, it's a symptom of the hunger. Uh, Wayne Wayne Dyer says that there's a spiritual solution to every problem. I mean, that's why we're, we have to reconnect. We are always connected, but we don't recognize it. We don't recognize the connection. We ignore it in some cases. Yeah. That that's not possible. I you know, that can't happen. I, I people people that can that can talk to people on the other side. They are they're they're charlatans. They're they're liars. That that doesn't exist. And there is nothing in my in my mind. And tell me what you think, Braca. In my mind, there's nothing that doesn't exist. If you can think of it, it exists. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and they say there's nothing new under the sun. That's what King Solomon said, you know. Um, yeah, everything is here, but the the source of all is also concealed. It's not right out there. We kind of have to put energy in in order to be able to see the source energy. It 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 it. it it can be apparent, but we have to put energy in to really open our 
our, our spiritual eyes and see the wonder of life, you know? And that's part of the journey. Yes. That's, and that's, that's, I, I really think that that is one of the reasons that we come here yes. because it's, it's, it's dense. It's, it's hard. It's, you can't, nothing, you, you can't just um, wish for something and it shows up. You have to work hard for it, and it's it, it's by design, and it's I I believe that's done by design. Exactly, so, exactly. I mean, this <clears throat> I, I'm lifting weights, you know, in order to get stronger muscles. It's the challenges help us develop our spiritual muscles. You know, that's what they do. It, we need a force fighting against us there's always a self-destructive impulse that's talking to us every day and it too is from source energy it's here to work as this weight that we have to lift up it's it's fighting against us we push back with gratitude this you know what this weight is telling us all day long you don't have this you're missing this you're lacking that and we say we fight back by saying I have this, I have this, I have this. And that's how we build our gratitude muscles. These gratitude muscles get easier and easier to use just like any muscle that you build up. And that's how you begin to have more and more joy in your life. And you can do that with your self-esteem. You can do that with who you believe that you are and and the kindness that you display to other people and you can start with it with just you know take the mask off but just a smile if you just smile at people and and you will find that they will smile back sometimes yes sometimes if they're not in too much pain themselves exactly but they need the smiles the most as we know the ones that can smile back and that kind of is painful you smile at someone and they're just sort of not responding it's hard but imagine how much they're suffering if they can't smile back oh my gosh yes now i i, I need to tell you a story real quick because this is part of my journey and then it taught me a great deal that i'm using now that I didn't know that I ever would. I was a bus driver for, in Seattle for 12 years. And, and I took it upon myself for, for really a number of reasons, but, but primarily I wanted to say hello to everybody who got on my bus, to every person. Yes. And so I did that. Um, and I would say, hi, how are you? Nice to see you. Thanks for coming. Have a great day and stuff. And I actually had people turn around and say, what did you say? Wow. And, and occasionally, and, and I would say, I said, have a nice day. <laughs> and, but uh, about 20% of the people actually responded to me. Right. 80% said nothing. Right. But you know what? I reached the conclusion that that was none of my business. Right. My job was to be positive and was to be kind. And their job could have been anything. It didn't matter. But it wasn't my job to then say, your woe is them. You know, uh, humans are, are crappy people because they won't respond back. That's not my place to say. That's a judgment. Fabulous. And I don't need to do that. So, so great. So I, great. For, for one of those people, it may have been the only positive thing they heard that whole day, you know? And that happened a lot. 
Yeah. Remember, I was a bus driver, and that's the bottom. In many cases, it's the people who can't drive, don't have enough money to drive. Right. They're a convicted felon. They're a drug abuser. They, they're homeless. They, they. I, I knew people that had, had no form of ID that would ride the bus. Right. None. They didn't have right. a driver's license, an ID card. And right. They can, and so, you know, you, you don't know. And, and by the way, and that's also none of your business. Um, you just, your job is to just be kind. Wow! Wonderful. So great. And if you can do that, what you will find is that your life will be a lot happier and then you can get to the five to the ladder and you and you can grow it that's that's just that's just phenomenal what 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 that what your uh, um, uh, rabbi said so. yeah we 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 all need loving compassion throughout the day and if we're not getting it enough from other people, we can give it to ourselves. And that's, that's what right. that's it. That's what the pleasure ladder shows us. Each step on that ladder we can do ourselves. It's a way to care for ourselves, give ourselves the loving compassion we all, every single one of us needs. And even more than that, if you can give it to yourself, you're no longer dependent upon yes. the whims and beliefs of other people yes. because you now are coming from a place of coming from within and you know that you are who you really are. Beautiful. And, 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 and you will see it's the proof of your resilience as well because as you keep giving yourself that, as you keep experiencing experiencing the gratitude, you will recognize I am a person who is worthy of this joy because I'm experiencing it right now. Then you become a more joyful person. And that's how you watch, you watch the resilience of your soul unfold into the world. That's, that's really what you do. That's how you keep feeding your hungry soul. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, but first of all, we're talking with Bracca Getz, and is there a website that we need to reference? Oh, GetzBookshop.com. My children created this. Really, it's it's the new thing, and and all the books you could find them on Amazon on the bookshop. But this helps my children, so I send everybody to GetzBookshop.com. Yeah. Perfect. And that and uh, she's got 40, 41 books, forty children's books, one adult book. Um, she is. And a, I would, I think it's fair for me to say that you are an enlightened soul among us. And I thank you for being who you are. Thank you so much. Clearly, clearly you are. I, I, I am so grateful. Really, one of the things that really helped me so much was that I was able to, to, when I got to Harvard, I saw kind of that it was a mirage. When you, when you get to these places like fame and fortune and you actually get there and you see there's nothing much up there, that's when you could go on further for what, for what really brings joy in life, you know? So I'm grateful. Uh, some people have to waste many years going after these illusions, really, you know? They it's, are it doesn't really bring that lasting joy that you want in your life. And we're all here for pleasure. We are people, people need pleasure and that's what we were created for. So, so 
you you might think that fame and fortune is going to bring it, but you know from all the famous people and their life stories that that's not the case, you know. So, and the and the wealthy and the famous, it's just not what happens. But it's the people that are experiencing the all these pleasures on the pleasure ladder that really have joy in life. Those that are the givers, you know, creatively giving to the world, doing, helping other people, feeling gratitude for life. That's really what has value. I, I, I couldn't agree more. You are, you are, you are phenomenal. And uh, now are you, you're still writing, right? Yeah, yeah, working on another book right now. Yep. <laughs> oh, very nice. Now, with the number of books that you've had published, I am sure that anything that you write, your publisher says, "Bring it on! I got it. I'll take it." Well, that's the thing. I was, I was being published by traditional publishers up until now. Now, my children said, "Stop sending your books to the publishers." We want to publish your books now. So the, the, the newest book, The Let's Stay Healthy, is the first book that my children published. They, they would not let me send it out anymore. So they have become, they want to be the publishing company of doing my books here on out. Yeah. That is, the, yeah. that is, you know, and that that is great because that's a legacy <laughs> that you're going to leave your kids uh, going forward because they're going to be able to come up with a whole business model around you and and it's going to be good for you too i i love that because i'm not a business person i don't enjoy it and and they're having fun with this so that's great <laughs> i'm i'm i and it's very fulfilling for you <laughs> that your yeah. children are interested in what you're doing yes yeah you know but quite frankly my kids could really give a rip but that's that, that's neither here nor there uh so it's because what i do i got to admit you're an author um but what I do is like really out of the box, yes. it's, you know, and uh, it's it's really different and and stuff. So they don't get it. They will. You never know when. Right. That right. that that sunny sky right out there. It comes all of a sudden. Yep. Yep. But like like my older boy said, he said, well, you know, Dad, I may not get it, but you've got 600 episodes out in the world and 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 they've done and they've been downloaded and shared in a myriad of ways that I would have no earthly idea how. So this episode is going to get shared and it's going to mean something extremely special to somebody. And it's because of what you did. And I'm grateful to you. Thank you, Thank you so Barbara. much. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you for what you're doing. <laughs> it's a mutual grateful society. Yay! Isn't that cool? <laughs> Okay, I need to wrap this up, but before we go, I want to give you, I'm going to step aside, and I want to give you a moment to tell the audience that's listening now and who will listen later anything that you would like them to know. Okay, let's see. I want you to know that you're a spiritual being. We're here for this temporary human experience. You've heard that. We're just here really for a short while. But it's your spirit that will go on forever and ever. So, so nourish that hungry soul. And how do you nourish your hungry soul? With gratitude. That's it. That's the whole price you need to pay to climb that ladder. Feel free to reach out to me. Let me know. Give me feedback how you've tried this in your life and how it works. I'd love to hear. 
Very good. And if somebody wants to contact you, how do they do that? Well, you go to the Getz Bookshop and it shows you how to contact me. Everything's there. Yep. And you see how to spell Getz, G-O-E-T-Z. And yep. your kids did it all for you. Yes. <laughs> Very oh, grateful. They, it's, it's, it's How old are your kids? They are ages 30, 32 to 42. Which one, which one was the one who had the idea first? The oldest one? Oh, no. It's my youngest son and his wife. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is, well, they're more um, 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 friendly to the current um, way that business is being done exactly. uh, digitally and that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, again, our guest has been Brock Getz. Go to the getsbookshop.com. Is that right? That's it. Getsbookshop.com. Thank you so very much. And that's G-O-E-T-Z. And uh, that's Getz. So, um, again, thank you. Brock, if you wait right there, I'll be right the back. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great, positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.